Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host, and I am really freaking proud of myself. This is two weeks in a row back at you guys with the podcast. So today, we're going to talk about why just eating clean and working out is not an effective weight loss or fat loss strategy anymore. It's just not. And I talk to so many women who are so frustrated by this and it breaks my heart. I was just chatting with a a woman the other day that she has been pushing herself hard. You know, she's been eating really healthy this whole year. She's been working out, you know, four days a week, five days a week in the gym. On top of that, she coaches soccer. On top of that, she has children. She works full time. And there's just nothing more frustrating when you feel like you're giving it your all and you're not seeing your body change. And I know many of you that listen to this podcast, if you're in my world, if you're listening to this, then most likely you don't want to just lose weight on the scale. Like most likely if you're listening to this, you're somebody that's like, I don't even care what the number is. I just want to feel better, right? I just want to feel better in my shorts. I want to feel better in my skin. I don't want my arms to be flabby. I don't want my, I'd be so happy if I just like could wear shorts that I felt confident in this summer without seeing my legs jiggle and have cellulite and my butt be flat. And you know, so I know that this is what's important to you. You want to feel better in your body. And when we're just kind of winging it and we feel like we're doing all the things and maybe we are doing all the things, but maybe there's some tiny little pieces that we're missing. And, you know, it's, it's so hard because I find that when somebody is new to their fitness journey, if they've never worked out a day in their life and they've never tracked a macro before and they've never done a diet before, it's actually really easy for them to lose weight if they actually do the things, right? Where I really, really feel for women is when you are the woman who's been trying for years, you've been trying for years to change your body, to get back to where you feel confident again. And you've been tracking your macros and you feel like you're always dieting and you do work out and you do lift heavy and you do all the things and you just don't see a difference. This is why coaching is so powerful because this is what I do with my clients is I can be like a detective and I can look at every little piece and see what is missing, what is you know off by just a little bit, what strategy do we need to do differently, what's really going on in this person's life and in their, in their body you know that, that maybe is just not working right now with everything that we're doing. So I'm going to dive in and kind of take you guys through my thought process of where I start when I'm working with a client, and maybe you can reverse engineer it for yourself. So if this is you listening and you're like, okay, this is me, I'm freaking frustrated, I cannot see changes in my body and I'm busting my ass, then let's go through this process together. You can ask yourself these questions as I go through, just as I would with my own one-on-one clients. So the first thing I want to address is the nutrition aspect, okay? Everybody wants to tell me, I eat really healthy. I eat really clean. Trisha, I eat really clean. I eat so many vegetables. You don't even understand how many freaking vegetables I eat. I eat so many vegetables. And oh my God, protein, like I eat chicken nonstop. Like I'm always eating chicken. (laughs) I hear you guys tell me this and I believe you. I believe you. I do believe you, okay? But I want you to be honest with yourself. And you know, just saying I eat clean, I eat healthy, that's not really the most important part when it comes to losing weight. It's very relative. It's very relative. I want to know how much 
Are you actually eating? Are you tracking everything? Now, you may think that sounds like neurotic, but if you're really frustrated, then you need to actually sit down and account for everything you're putting in your mouth. Not forever, not for the rest of your life, but for a week. For a week, just experiment on yourself. If you are a new client, this is exactly what I would have you do. Log everything with no judgment, okay? Open up your MyFitnessPal or whatever kind of food logging app. There's a million out there that you wanna use and log every morsel of food that you put in your mouth, every tablespoon of oil that you're cooking with, every butter that you're slathering on your bread, every every you know cheese that you're sprinkling on top of your food that you're not counting. When you go out to eat, the dressings, the extra sauces, dipping it in the Chick-fil-A sauce, okay? Those all count. Taking a bite of your kid's chicken nugget, going back into the pantry and just having a couple chips, no big deal, log everything. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself because you might think I'm eating really healthy. I'm eating really clean. And then you start looking at your daily calories and you might go, oh, wow, I thought I was in a calorie deficit. I thought I was not eating a lot, but holy cow. Wow. I'm, I'm eating like almost 3000 calories a day. So you might have that realization that you're actually eating more than you realized. Now, maybe you're not eating nutrient dense foods. Maybe you're eating a lot of junk and a lot of empty calories that you're not realizing add up very quickly or oils or sauces. So maybe you feel hungry. Maybe you feel like, but I don't feel like I'm eating a lot because maybe you're just not choosing and and being intentional with those certain things that add up very quickly. Okay. So that is the first thing is, you know, what, how much are you eating? Now the what is also a big part of it, right? Like it is important to eat nutrients. It is important to have fiber. It is important to look at the macros, but starting at the beginning, it's just knowing how much are you actually eating? Now we all know in this day and age to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit, right? So there's really only two scenarios that could be happening. Okay, if you feel frustrated, you feel like, well, I I feel like I am in a calorie deficit. Maybe you count your calories and maybe you tell me the opposite and you're like, no, 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 I'm not eating a lot. I've counted every morsel of food and it's like 1100 calories. How am I not losing weight? Okay, so the first scenario is, you know, let's say you were not tracking accurately or not being honest with yourself and it actually is more than that and you're not in a calorie deficit like we just talked about. But let's say it's that other scenario. Okay, let's say it's the second scenario where, okay, you start tracking and you're like, I'm not eating a lot and I'm not losing weight. Now it's looking at, well, what else is going on? How long have you dieted recently? How many times have you dieted in the last couple of years? What do you have going on? Anything with your hormones? Have you had any big surgeries, any big life stressors? Are you in perimenopause? Are you in menopause? Are you breastfeeding, right? There's a lot of different factors that can affect our metabolism, a lot of different factors. And I would say one of the biggest off the bat, forget about those other things, those last things I mentioned, we'll get to those later, the hormone stuff, but the dieting. If you're somebody, especially if you're a woman who's, you know, relating to this episode, you've probably tried to diet a lot over the years. You've tried, you've been trying. And if you've been trying too often and eating too little, you could have downregulated and slowed down your metabolism, meaning that your body has adapted to eating that 1,100 calories. It's no longer a calorie deficit. That's what your body is using to, to run your body effectively every day. If you give it an ounce more than that, boom, you're not in a calorie deficit anymore. And it's not a death sentence. It doesn't mean that your metabolism is broken. It's just a reality I see with so many women. A combination of over-dieting over the years, 
Maybe their activity lessened. Maybe they also have some hormonal things going on, some stressors in their life. And all of a sudden, that calorie deficit that they thought used to work and did work before no longer works. And the reason is because it's not a calorie deficit for you anymore. Okay, so we'll get to like what to do with that in a moment. But if the first step is just uncovering, it's being aware. It's knowing, okay, either I was not eating as little as I thought. So you start there, right? I'm not actually in a calorie deficit. I'm way overeating. I'm not being conscious of all of these things. Or the second thing is like, oh crap, I am not eating a lot and I should be losing weight. There's something not right here. And it's just being aware, okay? It's not being scared. It's not being, it's awareness is key because then we can make a change, right? So we're going to shift gears a little bit to the second thing I'm going to look at. Second thing I'm going to look at, if you come to me frustrated and you're like, hey, I want to work with you. I don't know what's going on. I've been busting my ass in the gym. I'm eating, quote, healthy, blah, blah, blah. We go through the nutrition part. Now let's take a look at your training and your workouts. And again, the first thing, same as the nutrition, I want you to be honest with yourself. I want you to be honest with yourself. How many times did you work out last week? How many times did you work out so far this week? You might tell me like, oh, I work out four days a week, but when's the last time you actually worked out four days a week, right? So sometimes we say that because intentionally we're trying to work out four days a week, but we actually haven't worked out four days a week in a long time. So the first thing is like how, again, assessing the how much, how much are you actually working out? And then the next part is like, what are you doing for your workouts? I see two camps. I see a lot of women overtraining and I see some women undertraining, not training hard enough. So are you burning the candle on both ends? Are you doing five days a week of Peloton and you're going to Orange Theory and then you're also going to the gym and doing extra workouts and then you go to hot yoga and then you do this and that? Sometimes that's too much. Sometimes too much is the reason why you're stuck. That's another way that you could be adapting your metabolism. That's another way you could be running yourself into the ground to where your body is just, it's burnout, too much stress right? Workout can be stress relief, but workout can also be stress in your body, okay? It can help produce more cortisol in your body, which can affect your hormones, which can affect your metabolism, which can slow down your metabolism. Now, if you're not working out hard enough, that's another problem, right? If you're not progressively getting stronger in the gym, if you're not picking up heavier weights, if you are not being consistent with your workouts, maybe you worked out a few times last month and this month you worked out two days a couple times a week and then you didn't work out a week, you got to be consistent. So that's the next thing that we work look at is like, how can we get consistent with your workouts? Do we need to take a couple things off your plate? So your workouts are more effective and you can put more into them and it's not so stressful on your body? Or do you need a a swift kick in the butt to get to the gym more consistently and to actually have an effective plan? So you're not doing random workouts and you're not doing some of this person's Instagram workout and then you're purchasing this 30-day booty boot camp and then you're going over here and you're following this person and then you're doing all these random things. You need a solid workout plan. Sometimes you got to do the same boring shit for four, five, six weeks in a row to actually get stronger. In fact, most of the time it needs to be like that with certain exercises, okay? It's not going to be this exciting TikTok every day is a different workout type of thing, okay? Now, we talked about nutrition. We talked about workouts. And those are the two things you come to me saying. I eat really healthy and I work out and I can't lose weight and I can't change my body. Here's where coaching comes in. Because it's not just those things that affects your ability to change your body and to lose weight, okay? It's not. The other thing I'm really big on with my clients is looking at what is their lifestyle like? 
So right now, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being you're stressed out of your mind, you're ripping your hair out every day, you're so stressed, your blood pressure's through the roof, you freak out at your kids all the time because you're so stressed, right? Like whatever it is, we've all been there. That was me this week. I was 10 out of 10 stressed a couple days this week, just boiling. Uh, It happens, even to the best of us. Where's your stress? One to 10 scale. If you're 10 out of 10 stressed, I'll tell you what, losing weight is gonna be an uphill battle until you start to learn how to manage your stress, take things off your plate, delegate, or maybe you're just in a really hard season of life that you're not gonna be able to really make a lot of progress until you're able to adjust some things. And that's a reality a lot of women don't wanna hear, including myself. If you go back, there's a podcast I recorded, How I Dieted Myself Into Disease, and it talks all about this, how I was overtraining, I was overworking, I was undersleeping, burning the candle on all ends, And I could not lose weight no matter how little I ate. And I was training as a professional fighter. I was not lazy. I was not just sitting down eating bonbons. And my face was so bloated. My face was so inflamed. My stomach was so bloated. And I was eating nothing. I was. I was eating a a thousand calories. I was trying to cut weight for a fight. I have the food logs to, I have the receipts, have the food logs to show. And what had happened is I had dieted myself so hard and overtrained so hard that I threw myself into an autoimmune disease where I couldn't lose weight for a period of time. I was too stressed. And I didn't want anybody to tell me to stop working so much. I needed the money. I didn't want anybody to tell me not to fight. Are you kidding me? I'm trying to, I'm trying to become a professional fighter. I'm trying to get in the UFC. I didn't want to hear that. It wasn't until I went to a doctor and they said, oh my God, your thyroid is so enlarged. We need to go get a, uh, an x-ray of it right now that I was like, oh shit, maybe I should take this seriously and calm the F down. <laughs> you know, sometimes we're stubborn and we need a health scare to show us, hey, you gotta, you gotta slow down. You gotta really take a breath here. You can't do it all, okay? That's an extreme version. But where are you on the stress scale? Maybe that's something you honestly have to work out. If that's you and you are very stressed, it doesn't mean you can't make progress. It just means you have to maybe stop dieting. Maybe you gotta take out the cardio boot camp classes. You gotta chill. Maybe you just focus on a couple days of heavy lifting and we work on supporting you nutritionally and we add more vitamins and we add more sleep. Those things do make progress. Those are going to allow you to lose weight later on if that's the situation that you find yourself in. Okay, so stress is a big one. Along with that, sleep. How much are you sleeping? When I have new moms, postpartum moms, it's always the hardest. And and moms of any age, okay? Because I have moms who have kids that are five or six that are still waking them up in the middle of the night because they want to go to the bathroom and they had a bad dream and they need water and, right? Like if you have kids, you know, probably I'd say under 10 years old, right? Sleep is just still going to be a thing now and then um, depending on the age. But especially newly postpartum moms, you're up three or four or five times during the night. Losing weight is going to be a little bit harder because you're tired. And when we're lacking sleep, okay? If you are sleep deprived constantly, you are going to feel hungrier. You're going to feel moodier. You're not going to have as much energy to put into your workouts. You're not going to be as motivated to work out. You're just going to be fatigued. You're not going to recover from your workouts. So sleep could be holding you back from your dream body if you're not sleeping enough. Now, other factors are going to be like maybe things like digestion. How is your digestion? This is something I ask my clients every week. 
This is so important to weight loss that most women don't even think about. We're so conditioned to think like, oh, it's normal to be bloated. It's that time of the month. Oh, it's normal to be bloated after I had ice cream. Ha, I'm bloated. Like we just kind of like laugh it off. We think it's not a big deal. But when we have a, a lot of constant like bloating and we're not digesting our food and you go to the bathroom every couple of days and you don't poop regularly, that's a problem. Okay, that's a problem. Society just tells us to take a damn Tums and suck it up. No, it's a problem. Okay, and I'm by no means a gut health expert. I am not. Don't come at me for some gut health testing, but I will refer you. (laughs) I have friends who are like poop masters, gut uh, experts. Okay. If you have problems in that area, please, I will send you their way. But there's basic things that you can be doing of how to just like how to eat better for your digestion. If you're not digesting your food, that's going to be more difficult to lose weight, right? There could be certain foods that are triggering you that could be really simple to just modify or make better Uh, selections so that you feel better and you actually digest your food. So it might sound like I'm getting into the weeds here, guys, but this is the power of coaching. These are questions I ask my clients not only the first time we start working together, but every freaking week. Every week they do a check-in, and it's not a 20-minute conversation like this because I'm going very deep with you guys, but we hit all of these areas. How was your sleep this week? How was your stress this week? How much water did you drink? Did you go to the bathroom regularly? How are your workouts? How consistent were you with your habits? All of these factors are things we look at weekly so that if I see my clients are really working hard and all of a sudden the scale's not moving, we can go and we can look and be a detective and say, hmm, well, what's going on here? And oh, you're not sleeping a lot. And oh, I noticed that you've been bloated lately. I wonder what's going on with that. Let's, oh, I see there's a lot of cheese. Maybe we can kind of cut back on that. Maybe, right? Like we can start looking and finding answers. And then the last area, the last thing that could be maybe a a potential roadblock if you're busting your ass in the gym and you are eating healthy and you are eating a calorie deficit and you still can't lose weight is, you know, it, it could be something with your hormones or your thyroid or both right? And again, I'm also not an expert in these areas, but these are areas that I am educated in enough to know when there is an issue that could be impeding your weight loss. And I do have clients that have gotten their hormones looked at and we've seen, okay, this is not optimal. This is not optimal. So maybe what that means is we don't actually do a diet right now. Maybe we support your body with more nutrients. Maybe we scale back the training. Maybe we push a little heavier on the weights. Uh, Maybe we work on sleeping more. Maybe we work on more vitamin D into your diet. Maybe you need more zinc and iron rich foods. Maybe you need more calcium, right? We can really optimize nutritionally with what's going on to help support your hormones. Okay, so that's the last thing. We don't start there. We start with these other areas, right? If you think about, as I was talking through this podcast, like a pyramid, like the old food pyramid, okay, the biggest piece of the pyramid is gonna be like that nutrition, okay? Then we have the training, then we have the lifestyle, and then after all of that, boom, the tiniest little piece is gonna be like the hormones. That's the last little piece we're gonna look into. Sometimes we do start there, right? But most of the time, a lot of these things can be solved if we fix our nutrition, if we're training properly, if we are looking at our stress, our sleep, our lifestyle, our quality of food, it, a lot of those things can solve some of the other issues that are going on, right? So that turned out to be a really deep podcast. I went a little deeper than I intended, but I hope that this was valuable for you. I hope that if you're somebody who feels frustrated, that maybe this gave you some validation. Maybe it gave you something to think about. Maybe it's going to allow you to 
be a little more honest with yourself. We've all been there. Listen, we can't be upset about the results we're not getting from the work we're not doing. We love to complain about how we're not losing weight and we love to say we're working so hard and you could be working so hard. But like I'm saying, the theme of this podcast, guys, is it's not enough. Sometimes it's not enough to just eat healthy and work out, okay? You gotta be honest with yourself. Are you really accounting for everything that you're eating? Are you really being intentional throughout your day with your nutrition? Are you working out too much? Are you not working out enough? How are your lifestyle factors? Are you sleeping enough? Are you too stressed, right? Like all of these things are things we have to look at. So unfortunately, it's not so simple as maybe the first time we ever tried to lose weight when we could get away with something like this, right? Or, you know, it's not as easy as maybe when we were 22 trying to lose weight, but that's okay. We're older, we're wiser, and we can learn a better way versus just winging it or just trying random things. We can learn a more intentional way that's actually gonna, it sounds like a lot, but it's actually gonna make it easier for you to lose weight. And the last thing I'll say, guys, and this kind of relates to some of the things I mentioned earlier, is sometimes we have to take a few steps back before we go forward again. And what that means is maybe you need to spend some time not dieting. Maybe you need to gain a couple pounds of muscle and maybe body fat before you can actually get to your dream body. You might need multiple dieting phases, not consecutively. It might be a couple years. But if you're truly frustrated and you're truly telling me that you want to make a change, two years is nothing. Two years is going to fly by. You could have the body of your dreams in a couple years or You could still be in the same spot, chronically dieting, chronically stressed out, chronically frustrated that you're not seeing the changes, even though you're busting your ass. So that is it, my beauties. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if you have questions, please send me a message. I have multiple ways of working together, but I would love to just hear from you. If you're struggling, if this podcast resonated with you, reach out, let me know. Hey, like I'm really going through this right now. I'm frustrated and we can hop on a free call. I'll do a free nutrition audit with you. I'll, I'll look at your food for a week. I'll tell you if I think that you, you need to eat less or more or where I kind of think you fall into. I'm willing to do that for free because you listened to this podcast and you made it this far. Okay. Just send me a message and say, I'm interested in a nutrition audit. Okay. And I will do that for free. I have the membership Knock out your fat loss membership. There is a link in the show notes and we start the next round soon. March enrollment is not open yet as of this recording, but it will be starting next week and you can click the link to join. And beyond that, of course, you're welcome to join my world with one-on-one coaching. So any question, guys, please reach out. Thank you for listening. We're two weeks in a row now, so I am back to it. And I am so excited to be back chatting with you guys because I love that I can be honest with you guys here. I can dive deeper, more so than a freaking Instagram story, God help me, which is only 60 seconds that nobody watches anyways. So if you listen to this, thank you. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day and your week. And uh, I will be back chatting with you guys more next week.